When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My friend's probation period is ending soon, and I secretly hope she loses her job. Voice. Hello, everybody. Mm. My name's Rakia. I like it. What's your name? I'm Fola. Hi, I feel Fola. like I always sound like this. That, that wasn't even a voice. Yeah, that you, was just me. So you've always got a sexy voice. I don't think I've got a sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's always me. No, I've just got a deeper voice. Okay. Yeah. I do as well. No, you do not. Do not try that. Hi, everyone. Your voice is very normal. Anyway. Thank you. Welcome to episode eight of. Oh, wait. wait. Am uh, I talk? That what? was bad. Why did you not do it? Sorry. Go start again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Welcome to episode eight. Oh, oh wait. Am, am I, I toxic? toxic? Are you all right? We're not in sync anymore. Are you all right? It's you. <laughs> You're not doing it. Why? There's no chemistry. Wow. It's been too long. Right. Welcome, Welcome to, to number episode eight, eight of <laughs> Wait. Am, am I, I toxic? toxic? <laughs> wow. That was a shambles. Everyone who's listening has turned off the episode. Like, <laughs> that was annoying. <laughs> what on earth was that? So wow, eight, guys! Hello, welcome. It's been a while. We haven't recorded in a while. We were in Gambia, as we mentioned on every single episode that we've recorded. This is actually really embarrassing. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing. We were there for like a week and a half. <laughs> All month we've been talking about this Gambia, Gambia. Gambia. But it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. I had the best time. I'm tanned in a way that I don't like, just because. Really? Yeah, my makeup doesn't match my, my oh, body yeah, anymore, same, same. and I actually just look. I look like a bleacher yeah. because I've even got a really dark foundation that I use for holiday tanning. It's too light. Ah. I tan. Did you get the um, tinted moisturizer? moisturizer? The Fenty one? No, no. Hmm? I was going to get another I told you to get a tinted. Oh, no, I didn't get oh, it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it because I didn't want to get a dark one. I wanted to get uh, one for my normal skin tone, not my tan. Okay. You know, I've got, I've got a dark one and yesterday I wore it. And when I got home, I was like, oh, I was doing blackface the whole night. <laughs> like, it's mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> blackface. I'm so dead. No, I'm. Are you, you always say that you don't actually look. No, 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 no. I'll show you a picture. I was like, oh. Oh, wow. I've done too much. Okay. Because you know the foundation gets darker as well. It does. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> it's so true. That's what I've, the one that my tanning foundation, I've, I've worn it before I tanned. Yeah. And I was like, this works. Yeah. yeah. An hour later, <laughs> woo, I, it didn't make any sense. No. I was looking mad, but hey, it's all good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we went to Gambia. <laughs> no, I'm not. We went to, to Gambia. We went to Gambia. <laughs> How did you find it? It was sensational like I've, at first I'm not gonna lie I've struggled because mm. it was basically Ibiza 2022 Whew, yeah. and I don't I wasn't expecting that yeah. it, was, it ended up being a party holiday yeah which honestly like my mind was in relaxation sunshine but it ended up being sun sex and suspicious parents. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand not that anyone has sex but yeah I don't really understand yeah 
Um, so anyway, I was very tired. Uh, but then I extended my trip because I was meant to stay for seven Yay. days. I extended for three extra days. And those three days, I loved it. Fixed all of the tiredness, <laughs> all of the party exhaustion. So yeah. How did you find it? It was amazing. Similar to you. So I've actually never been on a party holiday before. Mm. Remember, I always go by myself. So I've never actually even amongst like loads of girls on holiday. So I was quite tired when I first got there. Um, But I had those extra three days like you Mm -hmm. just to relax. Mm. Um, But yeah, it was amazing. People are so lovely. Everybody's so chilled. Everyone is so nice. I highly recommend that place. Same. People always say that they fall in love with Gambia and... I was excited to see, but mm. I thought, you know, when it's like people say something about a place and it, it almost feels like a hype. Yeah. I thought that I wouldn't understand, but <laughs> I really understand why people fall in love with that. It's just easy living, it's beautiful. And I like small islands in general. Yeah. I feel like I always enjoy small islands. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's like a slow, fast life. Mm. The evenings as well, like everybody's just on good vibes. Yeah. The men, yeah, yeah. they're a bit annoying when they haggle you, doctor. The bit, men are but, a lot. But um, the man that pushed me and told me, oh, yeah. watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, imagine I'm just walking in the street. You gave him what friend. for though? But I did what? You gave him what? For, like you come at him. No, I didn't. Wait. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought you meant the, sorry, you got it a lot. The guy in the club. He was like, don't push me. Oh, yeah, oh. no, nah, sorry, yeah. Oh, I, because I was traumatized. So the first yeah. guy that pushed me. Oh, I wasn't there. I was walking in the street. Yeah. And this man had a golden goblet in his hand, which I still don't understand. <laughs> he walked past me and literally shoved me. We're in the road, so oh it's not like gosh. there's not space. Yeah. He just pushed me and I stopped and I was I was with my friend and he was like, Oh, watch yourself. And I said, <laughs> I said, is this man all right? <laughs> but of course he wasn't all right. But after yeah. that, I was like, no, no, no. No man is going to push me again. And the man that pushed me in the club. Imagine you're trying to pass. We were sardines. Though. Well, I'm not <sighs> saying he should have pushed you, by the way. No, no, we that were sardines. But, and I think that's what made it more outrageous. It's mm. like, there nowhere is actually nowhere for me to go. So when you're pushing me, you're actually really trying to force me into another mm. tighter space. Yeah. And I said, don't touch me. Can you <laughs> stop pushing me, please? Don't push. Use your mouth. Yeah. I said, you can use your words. The man was like, oh, His friend was like, oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive him. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, everybody go to Gambia. Go to Gambia. Yeah, I had the most fabulous time. Yeah, it was it was so, apart from my suitcase. <laughs> the suitcase. Uh, guys. That suitcase fiasco. Guess what happened to wild, me? Wild, wild, wild. So my friends were leaving to go back to London before me. So I get back to the apartment and I thought, oh, what a day. <laughs> my, <laughs> my swimming costume was still wet underneath my clothes. So I got home. I was like, let me shower and just put my PJs on. No suitcase. <laughs> I was like, oh, where's my suitcase? <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, I went back. I didn't say, because with me, I panic, but I panic inside. I don't say yeah. anything. So you in the living room and I was going back and forth between the two rooms yeah. about five times. <laughs> and I was like, I looked underneath the bed. I looked in the wardrobe. You know, I even looked on top of the wardrobe. I was yeah. thinking maybe somebody put my suitcase on top of the wardrobe. Yeah. These guys. Not me. <laughs> Don't involve took me. Took my in suitcase this. from the apartment, took it to the airport <laughs> in Gambia and left it there. They left it. And caught, caught their flight back to London. It's so <laughs> mad. So it was crazy because I had, I had actually gone to the airport. I need them. answers. No, you actually do need answers. And everybody owes you several drinks they or do. just straight money. Because thousand Delassi. It's well. Thousand <laughs> Small, small, thousand the last each. Yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, I actually went to the airport with them. And (laughs) the thing is, we loaded four, because I was supposed to leave that day. I went to the airport to extend my flight. Uh, When we loaded up the car and the cab driver had loaded it, he loaded four um, big suitcases at the top. Mm -hmm. And then, and there's four of us going. 
Then Salsa comes out and she's got another suitcase. And we were like, oh my God, where are we going to put this extra suitcase? Why did no one do the maths to be like, wait a minute. Wait, five suitcases, four people. But it's because everyone had hand luggage. Yeah. But yeah, I really, when you came and said, oh, my suitcase isn't here. Yeah. I was literally looking at you in silence because I thought, I know what's happened. <laughs> and I don't know how to tell her that her suitcase is you definitely at the airport. My passport Everything. It's when you said your passport. Yeah, your passport was inside. Oh my god! I literally had the clothes on my back. Well, my wet swoon costume underneath my clothes. <laughs> I was. Oh my god! I wasn't even taking you seriously at first. I was just eating my red snapper. <laughs> what are you, you talking know, about? You know, I told my mom, and she was like, "What friends did you go with? Are they your friends?" Like, <laughs> even people thought, "Is it? Is it a prank?" Yeah. Or, even my sister was yeah. like, "But they don't have crazy friends like that. Like, they don't do white boy friends. Why would they do that?" <laughs> And then when we called, we was like, there was like, we're literally, because they destroy it sometimes. Yeah, they, they do. don't know what's inside. It could be dangerous, yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah. What? Oh, wow. Lucky I'm forgiven. But that was. Yeah, you haven't even kicked up a fuss. I, I would have left with... a group chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have done something. It's actually true. Do you know what? They'll get a nasty message from me in a month's time. Ooh. You know, I take time to process stuff. That's true. Don't send it to me. <laughs> okay, but let's yeah. get into toxicity. Go to Gambia. Go, Go to, to Gambia. Gambia Go yeah. to the guys, and... they all have muscles as well. Sorry. We need to let me not rush us out of that. Yeah. Because I could not believe. So the fitness in Gambia, I I like fitness. I I do fitness. But in London, I feel like it's very hit and miss Mm. with how people are how into fitness people are. But it is a lifestyle in Gambia. On the beach. On the beach, everyone's running. From children (laughs) to adults. And they're all (laughs) Woo! No. The bodies. I actually felt like a pub. Yeah. I was people watching. Yeah. And enjoyed every second of no. it. No. And I'm, I'm so, I don't even really value muscles, but it made me realize I do. I'm no, just deprived you, you of muscles. That's my yeah. point. Yeah. The bodies, the aura of the men. Fucking even when, you know, when they're even riding the horses. Whoa. I'm riding. <laughs> it's kind of sexy. Damn, I know what you mean. No, do you remember the guy that came over and was like, do you want to ride? And he literally galloped off yeah. so quickly. And I feel like we were both like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting my western that hat on like <laughs> we're, get, we're getting to that age aren't we yeah it's like oh cool Look yeah exactly he's a good looker isn't he <laughs> this is why all these white women go over and and yeah we get saw a lot girl. of that as well loads actually. of interracial couples and it was oft, like quite old older women old and, and old old Gambian white men. women yeah. yeah gosh it was a shame but anyway yeah that's our conclusion about Gambia. You must go. You must go. I'm going to go back. December. I'm trying to do Nigeria, then Gambia, or, or, the, or the other way around. In, um, oh, actually, am I going to do Nigeria? Because I'm doing Nigeria in April. Oh, I don't do know. Do it again. We'll do it again. Again and again and again. This year is Africa World Tour, so... And yes, Africa is the world. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's get into toxicity. Ah, I miss toxic thoughts. I know, it's been a minute. Yeah. It's just me, saying? me and my toxic thoughts alone. It's <laughs> yeah. nice to hear other people's. So this one is a whopper. <laughs> it's very wild, but it's interesting. Um, okay, so it's quite, the person gave us a lot, a lot to work with this, which is great. Ooh, um, excited. They said, my friend's probation period is ending soon. And I secretly hope she loses her job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do to you? Go on, let it go on. Uh, her new job is in the industry I used to work in And to be honest, she's doing really well I quit because I was doing terribly at it But now I'm older, I think I would thrive in my old job I sometimes even think I inspired her to get into the industry I can't stand that I have these thoughts But I just can't help myself Oh, Scary, scary It's scary Oh, you know Ooh. I feel a bit sorry for her I'm scared Yeah, 
But I hear it. Yeah. I understand. Jealousy is a real thing. Mm-hmm. A very real thing. But mm-hmm. it still scares me when it comes comes up like this. Yeah, or you're victim to it as well. That is, yeah. yeah. And th- that's a real thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, with this one, I guess I see why you feel sorry for her. I think... Yeah. Because I, I would like to assume she loves her friend. Yeah. <laughs> she's not just purebred evil. But she's got a human emotion that we all do experience, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about. And it kind of seems like she was actually, well, she was in that industry, right? Yeah, that's what she said. She said and she, she used quit. to work in it and she quit. Yeah. Triggering so as hell. That's very triggering. Yeah. Because I can't imagine like I was an aspiring singer and I, I quit maybe a few years ago. Yeah. And then you blew up yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Now like, I'll be happy for you. But there's always going to be that bitter taste in your Yeah, mind. I would feel like, oh, right, like, congrats. Yeah. But that could have been me. And if I've inspired you as well, and I think people love to take, generally, behind the scenes or not, everyone likes a bit of credit. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mean? she might be feeling herself a little bit with that one, saying mm. that she, she could have, mm. but it might be her resentment that's making her feel that. She inspired the person. Mm-hmm. With jealousy, I feel like it's one of those emotions. I see it similarly to, you know how, from a Christian perspective, the Bible says money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. But what is the issue? Sorry? Oh, sorry. The love of money. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you for the correction, Brent. <laughs> um, the love of money is the root of all evil. And I think that is true. But I don't, I think what the real issue is, what it makes you do. Yes. Rather than... <laughs> The emotion itself. And mm-hmm. I think it's similar to, to jealousy. Jealousy is also cr- criticized in the Bible. It is outright bad to be jealous, but it's what your jealousy makes you do. Do. Yeah. yeah. And I think in this case, if she just felt some type of way, she just felt stung by the fact that her friend is living a life that she wants to live. Mm-hmm. That's bad. But what makes it horrible is the fact that she's hoping her friend loses her job. Exactly. <laughs> That's wild. And it's more of her actions. And if she's hoping her friend loses her job, what are the... What are the type of things that she's saying to her exactly do you know what i mean so it's like it's okay to have those thoughts because they're very natural but just yeah when you're having a conversation like what are you saying to her are you being encouraging are you kind of like being half-hearted probably with the not encouragement? yeah do you know are you encourage her to even quit herself yeah because i yeah. think sometimes when you are jealous you, you actually can't control it mm. you really really it's can't. a consuming emotion yeah 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 what what do you do in this kind of situation oh do you know me i'm I think I would actually tell my friend, you know. That's yeah. real, yeah. I think I okay. actually would. I think it would take a lot of guts. Yeah. But I think me just saying it would actually be quite, would be a release for me. It's addressing the elephant in the yeah. room. Yeah, and even you might even be able to get to the bottom of it about in the sense of maybe you feel like your friend hasn't recognised how you've inspired her and... That's maybe had a bit taken a toll on your relationship a little bit mm. or your friendship. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would address it. I think I would really think about it um and just talk to her about it. And you'll be real, you'll you'll be surprised. She might even come back to you and be like, oh, I'm envious or jealous of you in this that aspect. In other ways. Yeah, in yeah. other ways. Um it's, yeah, I think it's a very it's a natural emotion to feel. Yeah. I but, think um, what's worrying, sorry. Mm. No, but I think jealousy is also is very consuming. Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. to be very careful. Yeah. Because your mindset, if it's just constantly negative and you're actually insecure within yourself, you're actually not going to get any. Yeah, that's the problem. Really not. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was going to say is I think what's worrying for me is that she's saying that she feels that she would thrive in this industry now. Mm. Okay, so why does that make your you want your friend to lose her job? Why can't you just try and get she's back into the industry? 
She's intimidated. Yeah, but I hear it, you know. I hear it. Really? I get it. I think sometimes when you're in an insecure place, you you feel like there's there's not enough seats at the table. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it feels quite exposing. So if your friend's in this higher position than you, for you to try and get into the industry as well. I hear that from in a in a position where she never worked in the industry. Mm. Because it I think sometimes there's a pride. It's a shame. But with friendship, there's a pride to say, you do this thing and I've kind of I'm inspired by you. I want to do it too. And I guess that's what caused this issue in the first place. Maybe her friend didn't address the fact that she was inspired by the fact that her friend worked in that industry. Yeah. Um, but why can't she just do that back now? Like now that she is in a position that she feels she would do much better at it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's awkward at all to say, I tried before, I flopped, but now I think I'm ready to do it again. Yeah. But I think she's crippled by her insecurities. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah so if yeah. she said it, I think also what's important, if you actually acknowledge how people actually inspire you, mm-hmm. then you feel more, more comfortable to jump on. Yeah. But if you're kind of being resentful towards her, you're not really actually giving her any credit, yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's going to, it's it's going to feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think even sometimes, there's been friendships, I don't want to name any names, but my friend might have bought something that I have. Mm. But I'm like, why don't you just say, oh, I like your shoes. I, I want to really get them, you know. People do that. But then I'll, I'll link you tomorrow and you've got my shoes you've on. You've got my shoes on. <laughs> it's really awkward. <laughs> you know it's what like, I mean? it's why like, don't you just say uh, you like it? Not, you, you can have those shoes. Of course, yeah. But acknowledge that I had them first. <laughs> <laughs> and you like it. Of Trends course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounded a bit narcissistic. Yeah, yeah I did, darling. I did. But I like my credit. No, I hear you. Give me credit. I don't think it's a credit <laughs> thing. I think it's like, when you just don't say things out loud, Sometimes it, it it makes it feels feel like there's a seediness behind yes, it. Yes, exactly. Whereas if you've just said it, and it's the same with this, it's like if she did go back into the industry now and never said anything about it, it would feel seedy. Mm. Just open your mouth and say, Do you know what? I think I'm ready to try again. Yeah. You've inspired me actually. Um, and I like that you said that you would just address it because I feel like I must it's something that I'm trying to do more of now anyway. Mm. Um the other night when we went out, um, and I had my ratchet night of losing my handbag in the club. Oh, yeah. So I went out with some of our friends, left my handbag in the club because clearly I'm crazy and I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Realized the next day. Anyway, I had an icky night. Um, I had my braids from Gambia and they were messy. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. Realized. They got messy you so did. quickly. Yeah. And I was not feeling myself. Mm. And me, when I'm not feeling myself, you can get... You can get anything. And my yeah. energy was a bit off. Like, I think the beginning of the night, I, I was like good vibes. Then I feel like towards the end of the night, I slipped yeah. off. It's strange because you feel invisible, but you feel like you stick out like a sore thumb as That's well exactly at the same how time. I felt. Yeah. I felt like everybody was looking at my hair saying, look at her messy braids. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and I wasn't feeling it. And there was no hiding it. Yeah. Um, and so I could tell that I, my energy shifted. Mm. And... The next day, I literally in the group chat just said to the girls, like, I felt really uncomfortable. Did you? Like, yeah, I just awesome. say it out loud sometimes because I know that as much as I don't want my friends to feel away, that like, I don't want to treat my friends away because of how I feel, mm-hmm. I might have. Like, mm. it's quite likely when you're in a mood, you're going to project. Yeah, it, definitely going to project. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I probably did that to them and made them maybe feel away. Saying it out loud, they were supportive. They made me feel better. I took out my braids. <laughs> All is well now. <laughs> so yeah, saying things out loud is, is something that I'm trying to do more. Even if it's uncomfortable, if it's vulnerable, I we have to do it. Because it's almost like when you um when you embrace vulnerability, suddenly it's not vulnerable at all anymore. Thank you. 
Yeah. yeah. I really, I've been trying to work on that for years. Yeah. Of being vulnerable mm. and just owning it. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, if I expose myself, you can't expose me. Because mm-hmm. I'm owning exactly. it. Yeah. It's, it's like, confidence, right? Yeah. yeah. Even I was thinking about um some of the episodes we've done and, I'm, and I mentioned, oh, I was in an abusive relationship. Mm. It, it's even, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't actually even mean anything to me because... I've worked You've through it. it. And I own it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can't expose me for that. You can't internalize. I speak about it just naturally. Yeah. It's not, well, it's not that deep, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, you can yeah. speak about it another time, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Or like my difficult relationship with my mom and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. we've I've owned it. I've got through it. Yeah. We can just speak about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of whole, imagine I held that to my chest my whole life. Like if I was at work and we're speaking about old families and mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, my relationship with mom's terrible. Like then I'm, with insecurities, comes a lot of bad things. I might start lying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. if I meet a new guy and he's like, oh yeah, my family structure is great. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking shit. Yeah. I, I might even start to become a bit avoidant. Yeah. Of like, of meeting his family or bringing him back to my mom's house. Yeah. Because I'm like, God, do you know what you're going to get from her? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But owning it, it's just so important. Facts, yeah. It's really, it's, it's so hard and you feel physically sick. Yeah. I've definitely it's been so in that uncomfortable. predicament before. Um, where I feel so vulnerable to actually say how I feel to mm-hmm, someone. Mm-hmm. At prime example, so years ago, um, I have a really, really close friend and people always used to say we look alike. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool, we look alike. But she would get moved to way more than me. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, excuse me, she would probably turn her head and look <laughs> back. Because not me. <laughs> the assumption is it's going to be It's her. not me. Wow. And it's, it, it's facts. Mm-hmm. It just every Okay, I'm a beautiful girl too, but people liked her not me mm. it felt that way anyway mm-hmm. and I actually done a piece of writing I would love to read it back I, was like, I remember what, 22, yeah. 23 God knows <laughs> probably loads of grammar mistakes and stuff like that but I think just saying it was so freeing yeah. like yeah. and it's not what can she do about it yeah. but just saying it it felt yeah I it's just, just liberating saying yeah it was so liberating and I just felt like ah oh, Okay. Got it off my chest. Do you know, because there's times where like we might be together and she might get moved to and I'm just standing there looking around, internalizing mm-hmm. things, maybe wanting to go home, mm-hmm. not feeling comfortable and maybe thinking, oh, is it because we look alike? Is mm-hmm. it because I'm the fatter one? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All these insecurities was come pouring in. And yeah, also, yeah, yeah. if I just automatically assume that I'm unattractive and she's attractive... What's my what? What's the energy that I'm giving off? Yeah, exactly. You're probably no one's gonna want to miss you. I'm being anti. Definitely gonna be. I'm being anti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely bad vibes. Um, but yeah, just addressing it. And I think literally since then, it doesn't even come to mind anymore. Mm. Honestly, like I don't feel like oh she's better than me. I, I stand tall within myself, yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. But I had to say something. But I felt sick. I felt so sick. Yeah. And when I actually put that piece of writing out. So many people messaged me and was like, I can relate. They can to this. relate. Because there's something this. we all go through. Of yeah, course. yeah. It's it is near impossible to live your life not comparing yourself to people mm-hmm. and your experiences. And that's why this topic of jealousy is a real one. Because when you compare yourself, usually like a large majority of the time, feelings of jealousy will pop up. That's because we're always looking for the flaws in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's blasphemous, blasphemous, blasphemous <laughs> as hell, but I always say. I really think that insecurity is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And even the love of money being, like, from a biblical perspective, again, like, being the root of all evil, I think is insecurity that makes you love money, mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes you do bad things mm-hmm. because of your love of money. So, yeah, um, I'm a real advocate for addressing things. And even if you're insecure about something, just saying it out loud 
when you own it, I think there's there's um something comforting about the fact because okay, so insecurity to me is thinking something bad about yourself and thinking that everybody else thinks it's you or yeah. sees it. Yeah. So saying that it that ties out in loud, with self esteem as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So saying it out loud is almost like addressing it mm-hmm. and the self awareness that now makes it less uncomfortable, even if other people are thinking ab- mm-hmm. about it. That's very true. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Because maybe other people are thinking it too. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. I don't know if, if I walk in and my shoe is broken yeah. and I don't say anything, it's awkward. Whereas if I'm like, guys, my, my shoe, shoe. Yeah. we can all laugh, and now I don't have to worry about you guys thinking about it because you know I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why that's I think the empowerment that comes from just saying things out loud sometimes and mm. owning your insecurities. Um. So yeah, to this babe, I feel like that's what she needs to do here. Is just say it out loud. If her friend is a good friend, she's not gonna she's gonna understand because. Likelihood is she probably felt similar feelings. She's now in an industry that she used to be in. Yeah. There's no way she didn't think about the fact that her friend used to work there when she was trying to gain switch. And she probably feels inferior to somebody at her workplace or whatever. It's a chain of (laughs) insecurity, jealousy, and the rest of it. When's the last time you feel like you've been jealous of of someone? Oh, jealous. I feel like there's been times where I felt quite resentful of terms of like, a lot of my friends are in corporate jobs. Okay. And I'm not. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I work so hard mm. and I don't get any recognition in terms of money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like I literally have to do so much emotional labor with people mm. and like really help change people's lives. Yeah. And I get paid pennies for it. Yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not that's not to say that none of my friends work hard because you all work really hard. Mm-hmm. But it's like I can't progress within my life because I care about people. Mm. And I've dedicated my work to it. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. felt quite quite frustrated. It's like, oh, I can't... Like, I feel like my friends are in positions where, oh, I can afford this. I can mm. afford... Like, living alone, for example. Mm-hmm. I can afford to live alone. Um, maybe take more holidays mm. or whatever. And I can't. Yeah. Um, so it's quite frustrating. So it's like, oh, like... I really wish I could do those things, but I can't afford them. Um does that jealousy? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think how it actually plays out in That's my. What I was just in, yeah, because I will yeah. do. I'm. Don't worry. I'm. I'm willing to get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of how it might play out a little mm. bit. Um, I'm not sure. Do you feel like you've ever had ill feelings towards people personally? Do you know what? Maybe definitely yes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know if the work's a good example. Um, yeah, for that one, it's like... Yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe just feelings of envy and stuff. Okay. Um, so even, for example, Fiona last year, she yeah. changed her career, like switched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me at the time was unimaginable. Mm. Like, I just feel like, how on earth can you just switch your career up? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I think because I was so crippled by my own insecurities in terms of my career, mm. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So when everybody else is doing like, I'm, in, I'm inspired, but I still feel like I can't do that. Mm. So I don't know So you feel more insecure But not More insecure like I'm not sure wish how bad I... on her Yeah no I wouldn't wish bad on her Or not her Anyone ever <sighs> One for me for example yeah. Is um, With my Fitness journey mm. I have moments of fluctuation mm. And when I Lockdown God I've put on a lot And that makes me uncomfortable And It gave me comfort That other people are putting on Okay yeah So yeah. Yeah, to me, I think that's that's jealousy in a sense because before they put on, it was a bit like, how did they not? How did they not put on? How did they manage 
to maintain it during lockdown. Bianca lost, actually did the opposite. Wow. Like I put on during lockdown. She lost probably the most weight she's lost in her life yeah. during lockdown um, and got really fit and toned or whatever. And I'd say I probably was jealous of her because mm. I, I felt like, wait, fitness is my thing. Not my thing, but like but everyone yeah, knows it's one it. of my things. Yeah, yeah. And she's managed to beat me in every single <laughs> way and achieve like her dream body. While I've achieved a body that I didn't think I'd ever have yeah. in the opposite way. Trust me, I feel that as well. And so when, yeah, like I said, when people started putting on, it felt a little bit like, ah, yeah, we're all in this yeah, together. This Not together. that I was Everybody's wishing going that they yeah. yeah. Not that I was wish, wishing that anyone like wasn't meeting their own goals. Yeah. Um, but it comforted me. Sometimes misery loves company, you know. It, in so not sometimes. <laughs> every time. Misery no, absolutely loves no, company. No, it's true. Maybe there's been times where like, do you know what? I think one time I was chilling with like three of my friends and they're all in relationships. Mm, and that's I what I was, was going to ask about. Relationships, yeah, relationships yeah. are kind of a good one to speak yeah. about. And I kind of felt, yeah, I think last year I was going through a difficult time with mm-hmm. somebody um, and it felt like everybody else was thriving yeah. in their relationships. Yeah. And it kind of felt like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like this is exhausting. I just, I think I, it got to a stage where I was internalizing everything. I was like, yeah. wow, I'm literally shit. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else is thriving in relationships because they're, they're good. They're worthy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? One thing I would say, actually, is that I've noticed that sometimes I find I find it easier to comfort my friends. But when they're good, it's like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm happy for you. But where do I stand in that friendship? Uh, oh, like you don't know your role anymore. Yeah, as a friend. I kind of lose my role. And I think growing up, even like in my family structure, I've always been like the helper. Yeah. I've always been like the, the healer of like, I don't know tough times or whatever mm. um and then also the work that i've done is most like support work and stuff mm. like that so it's always i'm always supporting people when they're down mm. but kind of maybe moving them on to the next step in terms of when they're good yeah what's my role in that relationship yeah do you know yeah. what i mean even um even maybe in terms of romantic relationships in the abusive relationship i was with in sorry because he was a narcissist it kind of felt like oh he <sighs> how do i explain I was always there for him because he was amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the roles could never switch. Mm. Um, yeah, it was hard, but yeah. Sorry. I get what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm very good at supporting people. But how, are you good at celebrating them when they're... Yeah, I can celebrate you. Don't get, And I'm really happy for you. But it's like, what else do we do from there? And maybe when like they're in their prime, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, because I'm not in my prime either in that aspect of wherever you're celebrating then I don't have a role. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, For I, example, yeah. if you blew up and became like a celebrity, mm-hmm. why would you be friends with me anymore? Whoa. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I, be, I might not be, that, you might be filthy rich. No, Do, I get what you mean. Do you know mean. what I mean? I so mean. maybe it's the just, role that I would take would be like, oh, your friend from day, so I really know you. And I know I your insecurity. Just, that's just so I can like dynamics you. changing and people yeah. changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really uncomfortable sometimes when your friends are changing and, they're transitioning mm. and you're not, you feel like you aren't. Yeah. Do you know, last 100%, year. hundred percent. That's a big thing. Yeah. I feel like last year, everybody was doing bits. Yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's how it feels in your head. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like with jealousy in, in this respect and like people doing well or doing things that you don't want or you want to do whatever. Mm. I do think it's two-sided though. Cause I think we, we criticize jealousy all the time. Everyone knows it's bad to be jealous. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, you know, there's certain evils that we see as like, oh, it's your spirit that's bad. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think jealousy is one of them. Yeah. Um, but we don't talk about the flip side of what 
what is the person who whoever is jealous of doing? Are they encouraging jealousy or are okay. they not? Because I don't think, for me personally, everyone in my life I could be jealous of in any way. Mm-hmm. There are some people who it's more likely that I can be jealous of them because of the type of person that they are and the worth that they put on yes. the thing that they... That, that, whatever, that I might be jealous yeah, of. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, and I think people... Relationships, for example, there are certain things, jobs, relationships, uh, I can't think of anything else, that people put a lot of weight on and say, this is a very big part of your worth. Mm-hmm. And if you have a lot of money, you are automatically worthy. Mm-hmm. If you are married, you are automatically worthy. And because those people encourage that narrative and you can see that they kind of embrace the worthiness that those the world the society gives them yeah for having those things it's more likely that someone would be jealous of them whereas if i had a friend who was like i'm in a relationship but who gives a heck men are trash as well and <laughs> I, I still cry myself to see when you know the, yeah, they yeah, hum- yeah. normalize it humanize normalize it, it yeah. it's way less likely that i'm going to be mm. jealous of them and the same with money yeah and i guess that's comforting to, for you to hear as well because you you don't feel like you're inferior to them. Yeah. You don't feel like they put themselves on a pedestal and they're yeah, looking down yeah. on you. That's very true. Yeah, there are two sides. I think people might not realise it, but they people often do look down on people. Mm. And I think they rank themselves. So in my status of being somebody that has a lot of money, I probably move a little bit different. Mm. And I rank myself differently in my friendship group, maybe. Mm. And naturally, that encourages feelings of jealousy yeah. and envy among my friends. That's true. I think that's why a lot of people are drawn to like Adele, for example, because mm. she appears to be very down to exactly. earth. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I see myself that way as well. <laughs> you think you're Adele? <laughs> I could be if I was a good singer. I think I'm quite mean. down to Your earth. Your spirit is very down to yeah. earth. You're one of the people that I think I struggle to be jealous of. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's good. But I remember around, um, I found it interesting because the, so the point that I just made, I thought a lot mm. about it for myself mm. because around end of last year i was in yeah like uh what felt like at the time a healthy relationship whatever um and i was enjoying it and obviously a lot of my friends aren't in a relationship Mm. and i was really aware of how i moved like was i moving different was i moving like i thought i was nice (laughs) because it was good for me at the time yeah was i like talking about it um with my friends and and celebrating Oh, he's so this. Can you believe he did that or whatever? How am I doing that? Am I doing it in a way that's literally just me celebrating myself? Or am I doing it in a way that is, it's almost like the purpose here is to make other people feel. Really? I, I was really conscious of it. No, it's not what I was yeah, doing, but yeah. I'm saying I was very conscious of it okay. and trying my best to make sure I'm not. Yeah. And that's when I thought, all oh, right. I, I thought, thought you, you was in your zone. I was. Yeah. But I just, I never want anyone to ever feel like, I think I'm better because of anything mm. that's going on in my life. Do you think that's maybe you being more aware of like your friends' relationship statuses and stuff and their insecurities? 100%. Yeah. That's my point though. But you can't always cater to people, man. No, no, I agree you can't, which it's is hard. why I was. I do that I, as I'm well. never going to close my mouth. If I want to say he's so lovely, he bought me this or whatever, which he didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> if I want to say that, hypothetically, <laughs> God willing, someday, if I want to say that, I will. I'm yeah. not going to say, oh, I don't want to trigger. Mm-mm. Sorry, if that's yeah. going to trigger you, like if my happiness is going to They're trigger the you, issue. that's actually your issue. Yeah. But like I say, there are ways in which that it, I've had it happen to me where, I don't know, let's say I'm talking about, oh, you know, I'm really struggling with this to do with my, man or whatever mm-hmm. and somebody says oh my gosh 
Nah, my man could never do that. It's like, huh? Yeah, it's annoying. Did I ask you yeah. if your man would do it? I'm obviously <laughs> complaining because I know it's not good. <laughs> like, don't try and make me feel bad. Yeah. I will never forget there was a, a girl when I was in, I was in Mexico mm. and I met these girls from London and I was talking about a terrible dating experience that I had in Colombia with that, that guy from London as well. Mm. Um, and the girl said to me, I'll t- imagine I'm telling the story she, and she goes, oh my God, nah. I thought, I, I know I can be stupid when I'm dating, but I could never be that stupid. Oh my God. Rukia, you know the whole table <laughs> fell silent. I could not believe. Yeah. She feels really bad, but who the hell says that? <laughs> but you know what? I think just... You can't help it. In life, it's so hard to step outside of yourself. Yeah. So when when she's you're telling her she's literally trying to put herself in your. She's shoes, trying to make herself. And she feels her. like it could never be her. I think. And it, empathy is really complicated as yeah. well. Like, how do you empathize with somebody without putting your two pence piece in? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing it from your perspective, you are one person. Yeah. yeah do you know yeah. what I mean? So her state probably wasn't in the. She didn't read the room at all. That wasn't helpful. She, you can tell as soon as she said it. Yeah. She felt like an idiot. But obviously, I think what she was going through was. Mm. She doesn't feel good about her dating choices. Yeah. And hearing that consoled her was like, oh my God, <laughs> somebody's made a mis- mistake that even I'm not giving yeah. <laughs> Thank you, God. And that yeah. made her feel good. So, yeah. and obviously in that moment, she's just so elated at the fact that she can comfort herself in that way and not thinking about what is coming out of her yeah. mouth and how it sounds. We've all been there. There's been times where like, I'm like, oh, I have this in my account. And someone be like, I've got this. I'm like, nobody, oh, not that you. bad. Yeah. No, but it's like, I'm comparing myself. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was yeah. in the other way around. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You're like, so I'm like, at least I've ooh. got. You know, when like in, back in the day in school, it's like, oh, I didn't do the homework. Me neither. I'm like, whoo. Yeah, yeah. All in it's it together. Com- it's it's yeah. misery. Yeah. Misery likes company. It's literally that. Yeah. That's exactly because it's people. There's what well, there's two sides to it. Some people are just bad mind, but some people it's just comforting to know that you're not alone in whatever bad thing it is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. But don't bring that to me. <laughs> no hair. I think for as that. you get older and more wiser as well, you kind of learn how to face front. Mm. Like I've I'm doing a very good job of that at the moment. Just facing front. That's um my sister, I was talking to her the other day and she was like, Oh, since you guys said that on the pod, I've just been really trying to embrace that in my life. Like, mm. don't look to your left and right. And genuinely though, that's where happiness it resides in front of you. Yeah. Not to your left. Yeah. Not to your right. In yeah. front of you. That's where contentment and happiness is. Um mm. but living, yeah, living in such a Western world is is so hard because we're all in competition with with each other yeah. Whether that's on Instagram Whether that's at work Yeah Do you know Relationships are really hard In London As, as we've discussed already Yeah So it's so hard Like literally Curveballs are constantly mm-hmm. thrown at you Every single day Yeah Do you know the world This I feel like the western world Is literally structured To make you feel like shit mm-hmm. Constantly mm-hmm. So You have to really try hard mm. To really like Rebuttal that as well Yeah Um. Oh gosh I'm even tired Even thinking about it About what? Just life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just you, hit you, you out of You know I've had a he- heavy week. Yeah, I know. You have had a heavy week. I've had such a heavy... Do you know what? Oh uh, yeah, and this is... Sorry. Mm. This is... I feel like this is an appropriate conversation for you right now. Like, Yeah. You, do you feel like you're comparing yourself to people and... Um, I... I am. Mm. But I'm also facing front. Okay. And then I cry. Yeah. And then I perk myself up again. Yeah. Then I go again. Yeah. And then something... Gets thrown at me again. Yeah. Then I'll cry. Then we go again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a constant cycle. Um. So I'm not ready to speak about what I'm going through. Yeah, the moment. But yeah, I'm going through a difficult time. Um. And I really, 
I'm going to talk to, I've been talking to God. But I want to have a thorough chat. Please do it. I want to have a thorough chat and be like, yeah. what well, going for you? What well, going for you, God? Like, what are you doing? Please, give me a rest. Uh, Every time you assist me, you slide tackle no, me No, I'm again. not going to lie. The other day, I, I, I've i been praying for you, but the other day, I was like, no, God, come on. <laughs> this give is, me This a is break. getting a bit much. Like, what on earth? Like, Because I'm here trying to give you pep talk. Yeah. And eventually I was like, do you know what? God, me, me too. I'm confused too. I don't know what is happening. Yeah, it's just yeah, I'm going through. But the thing is, yeah. what you're sorry, yeah, not to not to invalidate your experience, mm. but just to contextualize what you're going through, it is so common. Yeah. A lot of people and go temporary. through it. And temporary yeah. as hell. Yeah. Like, obviously it's easy for me to say that from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. But genuinely, we've all everyone this day and age is has has been through or is about to go through what you're going through. Yeah. And so, yeah, I find it I, 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 it's such a shame the way our psychology is of like You've got so many people around you who've been through it, now on the other side. But you, instead of looking to those people and feeling inspired and like, do you know what? Hope. That's hope. Because that's what we should be feeling, right? Like We should be thanking God for the fact that we've got people around us who are doing the things that we want to do, the things we we aspire to do. Because it it is a reminder that you can, it is doable. It's not like watching Beyonce on TV and be like, how am I ever (laughs) going to be the biggest superstar in the world? It's all achievable things that people around you are doing. What counts you out? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think sometimes um, it's anxieties, it's insecurities, it's just currently where you're at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It just feels so, feel swamped. I hear it, yeah. Um, and I think there's just little things that you need to be doing each day to kind of train your mind to be more, to have more faith. Even. Yeah. Like, um, what have I been doing? So I've been walking a lot, mm-hmm. I've been walking for hours. Like mm-hmm. literally, I walked maybe for like two hours every day. Sat down at a bench mm-hmm. and just cried my eyes out. Like, yeah. and I think the thing that I'm experiencing at the moment, I think what feels more hurtful. My nan died last year, mm-hmm. um, and she's somebody who would get me out of it. Mm-hmm. The situation, yeah, okay. yeah, and it's it's so weird. And I feel like God told me to just sit on the bench, mm-hmm. and when I sat there, I was um, sitting opposite an elderly home. Wow, yeah, and I can see people in their rooms, the elderly people, um, and my nan was in the elderly home as well, mm-hmm. and I was like. My nan's in there. She's That's your reminder. You She's know. praying for me, Aww. and it also remi- life is too short. <sighs> I'm gonna be That's in that room. My heart <laughs> so much. I was literally crying, and I was like, "She's got me. She like, has, I know she has absolutely. me. She's someone who also ooh, she'll grill me and be like, right, this is what we're doing. Solution, now. and I'm gonna help you out. And I don't have I don't have any support like that anymore. Yeah, so that was the only person who would do that for me. Okay. Um, so yeah, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, and was so inspired. Um, and then. To my left, there was a bow and it said um, tranquility on it as well. Oh, it just... <laughs> what? God is doing yeah, things. And I, I was love like, it. I'm okay. You are okay. I'm okay. Absolutely. I'm fine. Like, um, yeah, there was just something about that LDD home that reminded me, life is too short. Mm-hmm. I will be fine. You will. I'll be there one day and I won't be as... I won't have the ability to walk up and down for yeah, hours yeah. on the canal. Literally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll look back on this well. and be like, why the hell was I so stressed? Why about? was I so stressed? Do you know what I mean? Um... Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Oh, and it gave me so much I'm faith. I'm so glad this happened. Yeah. It was, and then I went to go see my mom after. Spoke to my mom. Um, and there's just what's also beautiful as well. So me and my mom didn't have the greatest relationship. And mm. she was so comforting to me. Yeah. Yeah, we're in such a good space. Nothing like a mother's yeah, love. Yeah, a mother's man. love. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really, it's weird actually. Because I, after I left, I was thinking, oh, I don't want to tell everybody about my 
my beautiful moment with my mum because maybe they don't have a good relationship with their mum. I even just thought of that. When I said nothing like a mother's love, I was thinking, oh, but... Maybe not everybody, not everybody, has, everybody that. has that. Yeah. yeah, I was somebody, I definitely did not have that. Mm. You know, that kind of maternal figure, it's like, even... Things like Mother's Day. Yeah. And everyone's posting their mom, like a long paragraph. Mom's been there from thick and thin. And mom does this. Da, 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 da. I didn't have that. Yeah. Well, I yeah. felt like I didn't have that. And Mother's Day was such an uncomfortable period for me. Wow. So uncomfortable because like, I don't feel this way. Mm. It's kind of like, I don't know. You know, if you have a, you have, have a child that you didn't want or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm meant, I'm meant to feel this way, but I actually just don't feel. Yeah, yeah. I just, That's what makes it triggering sometimes. Yeah, I just didn't feel that that love because I feel like I never received it as a mm. child. Um, but yeah, so I went to my mom's. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful. She's so funny. She, she is. Your mom's the best. Like, she makes me laugh so much. <laughs> She's so funny. She's very funny. You know, I walked in and there was like... Um, a little Christmas doll with dreadlocks. What? <laughs> the doll had dreadlocks. Where did she find I don't understand. That? She's like Etsy, I think. And what's a Christmas doll? What? Why has she got a Christmas doll? As in it was Santa or? Yeah, it was like a hand knitted like doll, but it had dreads. And it had a Christmas outfit on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know where she really found but that sounds like your mom. Yeah, that's a bit of my mom. Yeah. But um, yeah, family structure was something that I felt so uncomfortable about. Yeah. Christmas triggering. AF. Yeah. I'm still working through stuff like that with my dad. So my dad passed away in 2014. Mm. And I feel like now, basically, when, when my dad passed away at the time, I was like, me being the sucker that I am, always trying mm. to be positive, was like, do you know what? Some people lose their dad when they're like, two, I'm 21. Like, this is, I'm an adult. Like, I can actually look after myself. I had a dad raise me, blah, 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 blah. Um, but now that I'm older again, I'm I look at people with dads mm. who have good relationships with their dads, and I'm like, oh, I still see the role that your dad plays. Yeah. I'm yeah. really losing out yeah. still, and I get jealous in that respect. And there's also a thing of um, I battle sometimes with worthiness when it comes to dads. Really? Yeah, like there's something about having a dad at home that's gonna beat people up. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> and like yeah. to force people to respect you and that kind of thing that. That gives people comfort. Mm. I've obviously it's not so much an issue anymore, but I remember back then it was a big thing for me. I felt like, oh, um, you know, I guess the concept of a dad seeing their daughter as like his little princess. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm not a princess anymore. I'm just just, yeah, just a I homeless get, child. So like when when you bring a guy home, who's there to scan? Who's you? there to be like, hmm, yeah, you what do you do? Because yeah. my, my mom, <laughs> I feel like I could literally bring a butcher. <laughs> From Dustin Market home And she'll be like Does he love God? And he loves you Sit down I've made your love Like I, there's no vesting In that respect yeah. like, Those are the two things My mom checks for yeah. She doesn't care about anything else And I genuinely want her to yeah. But my dad was the one That's like Huh? Sorry? Where does, what does he do? Where does he come from? All that kind of stuff Yeah Um. Yeah so I, sometimes I feel like Oh look at you lot here with your dad doing your first dance at your wedding with your dad and oh, do you know what you don't actually talk about it very often no I don't so I've actually never thought about how that may affect you yeah um, I don't like to wallow but it, it's not something that I like cry about mm. it's just a sad thought it is a sad thought yeah that's actually very true but yeah that that is a form of jealousy that I'm definitely mm. still working through mm-hmm. with the whole family structure thing and obviously my brother like at one point I was like my brother's my my dad now Mm. but now I'm older I'm like no he's not my dad he's He's actually just a young man and he he deserves to not have his dad as well exactly he deserves to not have me as his daughter he's got his own kid now 
Um, so yeah, I uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Wow, you're saying about like jealousy with like um, dads and stuff like that. Yeah, so th- yeah. I guess I used my brother as like a security blanket. Mm. Like, I've still got some version of it, but mm. now I'm like, no. It's actually very Just me true. and my mom and now. Yeah. It's interesting as well, because I kind of felt like with some of my friends, I feel like unfortunately your your dads have passed away. Mm. But it kind of felt like with my dad, he'd choose to leave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, comparison again. Yeah. It's like, he left. Yeah. He d- didn't want... The way we compare... It's crazy, isn't it? It's so mad. Like, we literally do struggle Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Of Constantly Your dad died Well mine shows yeah. And it's like Wow <laughs> But yeah with age I feel like you become A bit more compassionate Yeah like, You know what I actually understand Why he didn't feel Didn't have the capacity To parent Yeah um, I totally hear it Yeah but yeah. naturally Yeah you do feel like Yeah you who's Who's gonna walk me down the aisle My brother I'll do it I'll give you a wish. <laughs> Thank you Might as well I remember once My mom was like Yeah your uncle Jeffrey And I thought I swear he's racist <laughs> Like <laughs> He'll be kicking him in the shin. I'm so <laughs> dead. To be like, what the heck? Do you know what though? I kind of look forward to it. I, my brother's definitely going to give me away. Yeah. And I kind of look forward to it. I feel like it's extra cute. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, me, I love her. I love people crying <laughs> tears of joy yeah. slash sadness. Be, oh, her dad's not here but her brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're a cute family dynamic, you know? Yeah, no. Family structures are oh, so triggering. Mate. Even on Christmas, you know when like people would have like long dining tables and the table would be all decorated <laughs> and we'll be eating Christmas dinner on the sofa. Like, <laughs> like, this is a force. It's actually a mad force. Oh, really? Yeah. So, not now. Yeah. Now's all right. Um, but yeah, Family structures of yeah, very hard. Yeah. But anyway. Jealousy. Back to, back to our good sis. Oh, she's your good sis. She's that's your girl. <laughs> that's <laughs> your friend, but that's that probably been me at some point. As it's well. definitely been me. Yeah. yeah. But I think the main thing that I, I I'm hot on is like, let's accept that jealousy is is a real emotion. Cause people pretend that they don't get jealous. People mm. are like, sorry, I could never be jealous. That's just evil. And no. Everyone feels jealousy yeah. at some point in their life. It's about what you do with it. Yeah. And how you deal with it. Let's take this moment. Because I know some pagans don't listen to the whole episode. So let's say it now. Thursday night, guys. 8 to 10 p.m. Woo! We're going to be on BBC London Radio. BBC Radio London? Yeah. BBC Radio London. Big things are going the scene. So the show is called The Scene with Amelia Poems. Yeah. Um, we're going to be guests on the show. We are. So tune in, guys. We're going to be giving a bit more toxic energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Broadcasting our toxicities to the whole of London. <laughs> Do you know what? This is a perfect example. What? Amelia. Ah, Amelia. Okay. So Amelia is a fantastic poet. She's a radio presenter yeah. and she uh she's a host. Yeah. She hosts a lot of events and stuff. I was like that. thinking of her earlier when yeah. we were talking about this. Yeah, so thing. she's yeah. someone I've actually always like I've always been inspired by her, yeah. but never had the courage to try what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and I remember there was like years ago, she was like, Oh, you've mentioned that you want to present. So she's like, Oh, I actually host a show, you, you can come and co-host with me mm-hmm. do you know I had so much anxieties around it and I was being so avoidant long story short I actually I was going to Leeds at the time so I couldn't make it and I was so relieved wow I didn't want to do it um wow. but anyway so um she she got a radio show for the BBC mm-hmm. London radio or whatever and she was so good mm-hmm. like she was amazing on it like mm-hmm. she was really really good yeah she is she and is. when it finished 
there was a feeling of like, I'm so happy for her. She was sick, but it's like, I could never do that. What about me? Yeah. Yeah. What about me? Because I that's what I want to do. Like I'm so desperate to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just don't have the courage. Yeah. And it's like, I think maybe a little bit envious. I don't. I feel like jealousy is a bit too strong. I don't feel yeah. jealous, but I kind of feel like, oh, that could never be me. Mm. But I wish it could be me. Mm. But I'm so inspired by her at the same time. Yeah. Um. And then I remember a couple of months later, she invited um. Another good friend called Paris on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was like, wow, I'll never get invited on that show. Because I have nothing, I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing I've to had say. that feeling about a few things. I yeah. feel so disposable. Yeah. Like, I just feel yeah. like, oh, I'm good for nothing. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and she's invited us on the show. Imagine that. It's amazing. See how the life works. Like, yeah. This is why I should face front. Yeah. And the thing is, you... You could force it Like you can Something that you're not Comfortable doing You can force it But is it going to end Where you want it to mm. end Like you've You're going about things now In a way that is true to you That yeah. works for you yeah. And you're doing the same stuff That you wanted to do Yeah you know what I mean? I'm doing my own thing Yeah And so. also I think What was important Show people Encouragement and praise Like I've always big done I've, I honestly important. think She's amazing And she does so well At what she does Yeah um, And I've always Recognised that as well Like I haven't Stayed silent Hoping for our downfalls Yeah yeah Do you know what I Good mean Good things won't come to you If you're wishing bad on people No so That's the main concern That I've got for For sis that submitted this Is mm. you Wishing that your friend Is gonna lose her job It's you that will lose it Like <laughs> you better just Yeah Work on any evil in your heart Because it won't end well It'll come you. back to yeah. bite your ass It really will It really will man. But 8 to 10pm Sorry Just to reiterate Thursday This be week Be there be square Be there be square Yeah See us How um, would you feel If like how do you think you'd feel if me, Chanel, and Sheeda got married in the next like two years and you didn't? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, I mean, obvious question. I feel very <laughs> triggered and concerned for myself. <laughs> In two years. In two do you know years. something that I have the tendency to do, though, that I think is incredibly bad vibes with me? Mm. I don't... If I One of the ways that I can work from my jealousy sometimes is to say... I don't want that anyway. And to maybe yeah. paint it out as a bad thing in my mind. Like, her man is four foot one. Mm. Sorry. I would never be with four foot one a man anyway. So, congrats, sis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what That's I mean? actually true. It's not yeah. for me. I can, it's weird because no situations for anybody most of the time. Yeah. You just yeah, have yeah. to compromise in certain areas. But um, yeah, that's actually very funny. So, I, I can imagine that being my instant reaction mm. of like, would I want to be with him? Nah. <laughs> Oh, she's settled. Nah. Yeah. You know her friends as well. You know I too think much. I'm, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know too much. Yeah. You've seen a man's ripped boxer. <laughs> so there's ways that you can talk yourself out. And I think that's a terrible way to do it. Yeah. Because my friend is happy and I shouldn't even be thinking about yeah. what he's like or if I'd want to be with him. It's not my man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd be... You'd be triggered. I think a I'd lot of very people triggered. our age are kind of going through that period as well. Like everyone's settling down kind of... And it kind of feels like, oh, and everyone bites the dust a little bit. Approaching 30 in general Mm -hmm. is coming with so much of that. Of Mm -hmm. like, this is the phase of life that we're all hoping or trying our best to settle into like real adulthood. Because I mean, up until this 
up until now, I've felt like a baby girl still. Mm. Um, and so naturally, some people are achieving it. Yeah. And what is coming with that is, it's, it's, it's like, I think this is the phase of life that you're most likely to see a really big disparity between you and your friends. Because it's kind of where everyone's jumping over to the other Literally side. Literally jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when we were younger, it's like, oh, all foolish, all foolish. Now some people are, <laughs> yeah. are doing non-foolish things and yeah. some, the rest of us are still trying to jump. Yeah. Um, so in this age in particular, it's very difficult. And I think I'm glad this toxic thought has come up because it is a theme for mm. our age group to be comparing yourself and rattled about if you will ever be who your friends are becoming or whatever else. Um I think every in the relationship uh, sense, a lot of people are getting married now because yeah. that's the age that this that's happens. That's what we're doing, yeah. Yeah. And I always say, though, with these things, we're always so... Um, we, we sit in a moment and it, allow it to feel so permanent. And people will say things like, oh, I've... You know, I haven't met anyone and I don't have any... Um, my, my dating experiences recently have been horrible or whatever. But... That is going to be the story until it's not. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. People don't go through life and say, I've had five amazing relationships that could have ended in marriage. No. They're always good till they're bad. Yeah. And then bad till they're good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when you meet the one, it's like, oh, now I've met the one. And of course, there's a reason that I'm marrying you because... I've not met anyone like you before. <laughs> yeah. So why would I have ever expected to meet, meet someone yeah, like that's you? That's really comforting. Yeah, that's how I, I try to see it. It's like, yeah. I don't know anyone who's married who's like, yep, James could have. <laughs> yeah. But mm, I just didn't feel like it. Like, <laughs> if if you was the one, then you would have been married to him. Yeah. So yeah, don't be triggered by the fact that your exes aren't the one because they're not the one. That's they're the not point. meant to be the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, also kind of prior- thinking about what you'd like to prioritise in your life as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, on paper, everyone must get married. Everybody must drive. Everybody must buy their house. Mm. Everyone must go on nice holidays every year. Have a be drippy on the gram. Yeah. It's not for everybody. It's really not. It's really not for everyone. And I'm really cool with that now. Yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't want a lot of the lives that other people live. Mm. But it's still, it's still triggering though, isn't it? It's still triggering because yeah. you feel like you're supposed to want those things. Yeah. And that, I think is what makes it difficult. Even with like, uh, sorry, I'm actually, this point that I'm making is kind of completely separate. But with career changes, mm. um, wow, you know what? I think I'm sick today. I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> my, my mind just keeps going completely blank. Do you think it's hilarious actually? I, I do. Yeah. Shit then. What is it? <laughs> I'm actually very good by that. Yeah. Left my mind. Into, there was a point that you were talking earlier. And I had something to say, but the time you'd finished, didn't remember. Maybe I was talking for too long. Um, yeah, you talk too much. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, maybe I'm dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> you know, I'm so dead. That's actually mm. my fault because I don't even remember what I was saying before that. What was I saying before that? Don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I'm not listening. You're not listening to me. I'm not even listening to myself. We spend a lot of time together. Maybe I'm over you. I think I'm over you. Someone the other day, <laughs> someone was talking to me about the pod and they were like, such a sick concept. Like, you're literally never going to run out of things to say. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> going to disappoint you at some point. <laughs> because. you literally said, with a toxic anymore. thought, like, you're always going to. I was like, will we? <laughs> 
I, you know, I get nervous about that sometimes. Like, imagine episode 158. What the hell are we yeah. going to be talking about? Dane in London's just mad, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You have to go back to episode one and redo <laughs> the topic. Like, now that I'm 32, I feel a bit different about what I said in 2021. I can't wait to actually, like, listen back to these episodes and think, raw like, I used to think that way. No, I don't think. Yeah, I hope we're crazy. not chatting shit right now. And when we we're older, we're like, what the hell will we say? Obviously, we're more wiser in this like kind of this bracket, the older bracket, but post twenty five. I mean, but when I look back on some of the things that I used to think, or even just say, or I, I think when I was like twenty three, I was going through that period of like I was a bit of a justice warrior. Mm. So I kind of felt like, um, like the black like Black Lives Matter movement. I would be I'm for it. Definitely mm-hmm. now, but I feel like I'll be going ham every post on my yeah. Instagram. I'll be like, blah, blah, smart, blah, blah, smart. Do you know what I mean? I'll be more, I think at that age, you have a bit more enthusiasm for those things. Yeah. And as you get like older, you're like, I'm finding tired. your voice. And yeah. you're like, wow, the world is a terrible place. I'm such a passionate person. <laughs> yeah. Social justice warrior is yeah, born. That's what I'm And you, every problem that you see, do you remember Coney? Find Coney. <laughs> Was Connie real? No, he was real, but apparently he was just a really old. He was a normal man. Yeah, it was like oh, it was old. Everybody was in Uganda, right? Or Kenya? Was it Uganda? I think it was Uganda. Uganda. Yeah, like um, my friend's Ugandan, and she spoke to mom. She was like, "Yeah, that happened like ten years ago." (laughs) So it was a scam. This because they took our money. They took so much money. I remember I put that on my Facebook um, profile as well. Twitter. It was everywhere. Find (laughs) Connie. We were actually so passionate. Oh God! Yeah, now that I'm older, I'm I'm actually avoidant of bad news. Yeah, I'm sorry. Same. When I see people on Instagram who are constantly posting like, "Oh, in Syria, in Afghanistan," I know they're real things and it's terrible what's happening. But I I actually can't ingest yeah, that information all the time. Yeah. It's really tiring. Do you know what's actually what I thought about yesterday? I so I watched some video and the um the police were like beating somebody up in the car. Mm. And then when they dragged the guy out, he was white. And I thought, oh, I can continue to watch this. What? Yeah. <laughs> you were happy to watch it because he was white? No, not ha- not happy to watch as it. A, oh, it's not triggering. But it wasn't as triggering for me. Yeah, I'm um, not trying to watch black trauma. Yeah. I'm not trying to watch any trauma. I, I've, I've heard a lot of like street blogs and stuff. So, what's a street blog? <laughs> so street blogs is like videos, like hood videos. Like, oh, things those that, Things that happened in the hoods. Yeah, I don't know. What's wrong with you? I enjoy them. You've got that guy on Snapchat as well who's always fighting girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like a bit of drama. A bit the fact that you're on Snapchat as well. <laughs> Shut up, red, red I just, flag. I just pre. I just pre. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be in touch, you know, with the youth. In touch with <laughs> the hoods. The fights that they're having. <laughs> Nonsense. But, um, yeah, maybe that's a little bit toxic of me, actually. It's kind of a little bit... Well, it's because, you know, we're always seeing, like, black trauma online. But I kind of feel like, oh, okay, good. Not yeah. black person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I, I can't relate. I'm even gonna lie, but mm. in general, I think the reason that I'm avoidant of like bad things happening in the world is because of the type of content that comes out with it now. Mm. It's not just the story; it will actually be like somebody on fire, and yeah. I don't want to watch those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But if it was just like an explanation of what's happening, then I don't mind that mm. so much. Did you see um, last week that? Um, so there was an ongoing um, situation between a man and a woman. And the man was, I think he was, I don't know if he was the father of um, the woman's kids. But anyway, he had cameras in the house. She kept on saying like, um, I feel like he's going to kill me. I feel like he's going to kill me. Oh, um, yeah, she's a victim of abuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was trying to stab her mm-hmm. in the street. And he then, did stab her. Yeah, he stabbed yeah. her. And then the man 
Running him over. Did you see that? And do you see they're trying to do that man for murder? Yeah. Murder? I would personally give him a, a trophy. that man's bill. He needs <laughs> a trophy. Yeah. I don't even understand how that... How can he ever be done for... Do you know what I mean? We, we live in the UK, that's why. Wow. Yeah. Like, he was trying to stop the man from killing her, which mm. he did anyway. Imagine we're in Gambia. What do you mean? Imagine we, if we were in Gambia and that happened. They'll be like, yeah, calm. No, it's so yeah. true, yeah. God, so Polly, going to tell them about your beef. I was just going to say, we had an encounter, a run-in with the police in Gambia. <laughs> but it was actually a great it experience. Good. It was really good because the Gambian police, they're down for the system. <laughs> they know where they come from. Okay, so what had happened was we were staying in, like, apparently one of the nicest apartments. Forest View complexes, apartments. Good Forest View apartments. Yeah. In, um, Banjul, it's not in Banjul, it's Senegambia. in Senegambia. Yeah. Um, and the accommodation on day one we arrived, our apartment wasn't ready, so they gave us two separate apartments. One of the apartments, the toilet wasn't working, so it did not flush, <laughs> the ho- and the hot water was not working. So we all squeezed into a very small apartment for the first night, and we didn't complain. We told them about the toilet, we kept it moving. Uh, the next day, our apartment was work, uh, was um, given to us, the one that we actually booked, and it was like a much bigger, nicer apartment. <laughs> one of the girls plugs in an iron, and the wire bursts into flames. Oh my <laughs> Honestly, if I was there, oof, yeah, I came out of the bathroom and I was like, yeah, finally in, and they were like, follow, there's a fire. And I was like, what do you mean there's a fire? And literally, the wall was black, like it was an actual fire. So we tell them one of the toilets is blocked again and is blocked for our entire stay. So at least twice a day, there are men walking into our apartment to unblock the toilet. And that for me was very annoying. Mm. When I'm on holiday, I want to be naked all the time. And Mm. I'm with girls, I don't mind doing that. But constantly, knock, 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 I have to go and find a sarong. I have to go and find something to throw on. And, and wait until these men are finished Sometimes I'm hungover and really tired mm. And somebody's shouting at me When is the last time that he flushed? I'm just like, can you just leave me alone, please? So it's just such a nightmare um, What else happened? There was the fire There was the there was a leak. toilet There was a leak coming yeah. from no one Oh, the washing machine So I would often just slip on my way to the bathroom <laughs> Because there's water on the floor <laughs> Anyway, endless problems They uh, We hadn't paid, luckily, yet We'd only paid a deposit the owner of the apartment is, oh, the manager of the building is a woman, a white woman from England. But was it was it Denise? Denise. We didn't yeah. get her surname, did we? We have it on email, she but I don't remember bitch. her name. She was a horrible, horrible person. So anyway, we get into it with Denise because Denise is like, you must pay. Everyone always pays on day one. And we said, well, people usually have their apartment on day one too. So <laughs> we didn't pay on time because we wanted to wait until all the issues were fixed and we knew that we weren't going to pay full price. Denise offers us 8% off of our stay. 8%. And what, what did that work out to be? 70, 50, no, 50 euros, 50, wow. 55 euros. Fire. For fire. Dead. We actually could have been dead. Anyway, me, I was part of the debating club. So <laughs> well, I got it cracking. <laughs> me and Sosa, we were the ones that were most passionate. <laughs> and I actually, apparently, am a really good debater. So anyway. <laughs> Honestly, I was actually in awe of you. Uh, yeah, that, maybe that's something I was envious of. I was like, the way this girl articulates herself oh. and you can argue, I'll just be like, you affected my feelings yeah. and I was scared you and it was a fire and why are you doing this? I'll just 
you can I like correct. to talk about logic. Yeah, you're very logical. And I don't like, like, I'm in awe of you. Oh, thank yeah, you. <laughs> wicked. Honestly, amazing. The thing is, I'm not an arguer, so I'm not someone that's going to be like, you did. Yeah. Like, I actually want to talk, yeah. but I'm definitely going to make me feel dumb for what you're saying because if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so anyway, Denise is like, well, progress report. We've we've been fixing all of these issues. And I'm I, my issue was, it's not fixed because there's two men in our room every day. Mm-hmm. Fixing the toilet And the issue still continued The issues continued yeah. every day Anyway Denise says to us Well Personally This is She basically said We lack common sense mm. Because of one of the showers And it was all just a nightmare Anyway On the day We said we're not accepting The 5% She said I can go up to 7 euros Said not accepting that Sorry And she said well um, It's either you make the payment now That is the lowest That we are willing to go <laughs> Or We will call the authorities And we said Call him up. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not gonna lie. At this point, I was like, "Yeah, what have I gotten myself into?" Because the police actually pulls up yeah. and says, "So, what is the issue today?" And I said, "Like, usually this doesn't end well." If I was in London, and she knew that as she, well, and that was what really bothered yeah. me. Like, she definitely called the police to scare us, mm-hmm. and she thought it was it was such a Karen. It, she was a Karen. Hey, it was such a Karen thing to do. She called them thinking. That we were in London Where it's true They will pack us up They'll pack us Into up. the van yeah. And we'll be gone Yeah In Gambia He said oh I can see that you guys are on holiday I shouldn't t- we, we can't take you to the station yeah. No <laughs> That wouldn't be right On your holiday It's your last day We were like Thank you Thank officer you. He was even like You're my sisters as Yeah well. he said yeah. You're my sisters I want to solve this properly And then he started speaking Wolof <laughs> yeah. Denise at this point is stressed Because she's thinking Uh oh This is not going how I thought it was going to go and he was saying, no, 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 something, something, something. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> All I heard was, it's not yeah. fair. And I said, yes, yes. <laughs> justice. So the police officer was actually really lovely. And yeah. uh, we ended up getting 25% off last day. Wicked. Yeah. Remember, that was the best drink to say thank you. Yeah, you did, yeah. actually. Thank you so much. <sighs> honestly. It's fine. You need to get in some debating club or something. You know what? I remember in school, um, I apparently was very argumentative. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> With my teachers And I, basically This is what I would do With my teachers yeah. They're like You're late Detention I'm like But I went to the toilet And they said Well you're late And I said Well am I supposed to Wet myself on the chair Or how is this supposed to oh, work Oh what annoying child <laughs> I was one of those So my English teacher Called my parents And said I think Follow should join The debating club And my parents were like Alright fine whatever And I joined the debating club And I absolutely hated it But it was because It was, it was like um, today we are arguing that <laughs> the roads in Hackney Downs are a bit too bumpy. <laughs> this house thinks that the council should sort the roads. Roads. This house thinks that people should fix their cars and, and get over it. And I'm like, I don't give don't a care about whichever thing happens. Here. But it's useful. So I was really bad, actually. Yeah. I was. I've, I thought I wasn't good at the being because I was like, I'm terrible at this. Because mm. I'd just be like, whoever wants the road, <laughs> put your hand up now. Like I t- just didn't care at all. Um, but yeah, I am a debate. I, I wish I. I wanted to do law though. That was something I wanted. To do. Oh, did you want to do law? Yeah, but um, well, you can come and represent me one day. I reckon I could do it. No, I'm gonna lie. One thousand percent. No, but I don't know laws. I'd just be like lo- logic. Like, come on, judge. Like, no, when I used to work in um, the family court. Some of the bloody barristers are terrible. Really? Yeah, yeah it's true, really actually. bad. No, you'd be good. Oh, thank you. Or have you representation? <laughs> exactly. That's my new side hustle. <laughs> Imagine, please. No, you really should. Come uh, out. Yeah, hopefully you get in trouble soon. We need to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I went? I was going through um, a stage of complaining. Do you remember? 
No. I'll complain about everything. No, because I feel like I'm someone. I've always kind of muted my voice, mm. and when I feel like I found it, I thought, no, I'm not gonna part with this. <laughs> I wrote to Asda. Oh my god, that yeah, yeah I remember this. E X. I remember it's Mars, Mars, because Maltese. It's something to do with Maltese Bunny. I found my voice. And the I was, Maltese Bunny. No, I found. One. I was a keyboard warrior. I'm a no, keyboard warrior. No, it wasn't warrior. a Maltese. But there was a chocolate bar that that was didn't come right. <laughs> And you email. No popcorn. I oh, the vouch- popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. Yeah, I'm a keyboard warrior because I'm not good at arguing in the moment because right. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so bad at processing information. Right. Like I don't, I don't hear you. I'll, I'll feel it and I'm like, and then I'll take, I'll take it home and I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. It yeah. takes me weeks sometimes. So that's when I get home and I write it down. I'm like, this <laughs> is wrong. And I'm like, that's so funny. I'm actually not away. good at. Um, you not? Well, not not good. You are good at writing. As, no, no, I mean. Um, like uh, I don't know a persuasive right okay yeah. oh do you remember the time when I wrote to my dinner schools dinner oh, ladies yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> for what for a small second <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote a persuasive letter to the dinner ladies at my primary school saying that we are children and if we're hungry we're hungry <laughs> And they should give us more seconds because, and it was the same logic that I used with the toilet things. Like, am I supposed to start? Yeah. Like, what if I pass out in class? Your parents should have fed you more at home. They that's what I was start. like. I was I in poverty? No, I was greedy as hell. And my mom kept the letter, so I found it Did like she? when I was like twenty one. And my mom's oh. things of of from school for me. Yeah. And there's a letter to the the dinner ladies. And I named them. I actually drew them out. I named them by first name. Janet. I named all of them. Like, you lot need to give us more food. You can't starve children. That's not right. Oh, and, and it's so funny because there was one school dinner that was my favorite. It was sausages mm. and mash. Really? Here. Ooh. Oh my gosh. And so seconds, you could get another sausage. <laughs> this is what I was writing the letter for, you know. I want another sausage. sausage. Can you imagine? Do you know what? You I probably was didn't so that greedy. Kind of food, though, did you at home? Of course yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, you had sausages? Yes. Other food galore. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you just have rice. I'm just being racist, I guess. No, I, I never. I didn't used to like rice. Do you know what rice? Yeah, I was anti black when I was younger. Oh. I didn't like rice and stew. Sure. I, and it, when I did eat rice I'd be like No stew please oh, really? Plain rice alone And my mum would just be sitting there With her hands on her head Like this girl Oh my is gosh not eating. The way I love rice and stew Obviously I was the I don't like red stew All of that <gasps> Does nothing for me Red stew is the best Nothing for me When it's spicy but like sweet At the same time It does nothing for But you know what I realised though My mum it has always been a bit of a health freak. Mm. So she doesn't make it with oil. Oh. I want Everything she made, she made the healthy version. Oh. Even when I had like, um, she would make bread and stuff. Homemade bread. She would make <laughs> pasta bake. Whole wheat pasta. Oh. And now that I'm older, obviously, I appreciate that yeah, stuff. But yeah. when I was younger, I was like, I want the real, <laughs> the I want real the real stuff. stuff. <laughs> and she would boast and be like, can you believe there's no sugar, no salt, no, no. <laughs> and you taste it and it's like, yeah, I can, I can believe it. <laughs> No, I love red stew, man. And now red stew does nothing. Like, now that I have oily red stew, <laughs> in, it's nice. But the one without oil, it's just tomatoes. Do you remember one time my ex was like, I'm sick and tired of my mom. Basically, she would make like stew, but every other dish she would make would taste like stew. Oh my God, my mom yeah, like, would do that as well. She'd be like, bolognese. bolognese. Yeah, bolognese. Yes, stew. <laughs> no, the worst. It tastes the same. My mom would make lamb shank. We really liked lamb shank. Yeah. My mom would be like, today we're having <laughs> lamb shank. It's just... A lamb shank in stew. 
I'm not even joking. There's no difference. And we would be like, Mom, you always make everything like shoe. She's like, this one, I promise you, is different. It's you again. I think tomato is the only base that they understand. Exactly. So yeah. once there's no tomato, there's there's no, no food there. <laughs> oh, no. Bangs, man. Yeah. Ooh, I could do with that, you know. What? Rice and stew? Mm. It's the salon <gasps> stew for me. What? So you're a lobster. <gasps> when we going? Today. No, I'm joking. No, I can't do today. Uh, next week. It's going to have to be next week. Uh, yeah, there's a restaurant. We're just going to big it up now. Because <laughs> it's, it's, we've never tried it. But <laughs> it's my two favorite things. Two favorite things in life. So, so yeah, oh, and gosh. And the reviews so far have been good. Yeah. Have Ooh. we mentioned this already? I feel like I told someone about this. I've been telling everyone. Even though I've not tried it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, we're actually greedy. I gasped and I screamed. And Paul was like, what? I, was I like, thought something was going to be... Like, oh! <laughs> and you were silent for ages. Yeah, I thought, this is for real. And basically, I was silent because I was trying to search the location. <laughs> to see so I didn't want it to be in Nigeria. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, please don't I disappoint me. I did assume it would be in Nigeria. Yeah. Ooh, lobster and suet. <gasps> no, we need to stop eating. Well, I'm, I'm going crazy as of Monday. I'm going to have a dry month. No more drinking. Really? What's we'll it February? Yeah, I guess a lot of people's years start in February. I'm working up to to April. Okay. Yeah, April is my goal to be the person that I I thought I was. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, no more drinking, no soya and lobster, mm. all these meals out. So we we have to get it in quickly, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Ooh. I feel like my eating's been so bad lately that I don't actually fancy anything. Like it's, it doesn't feel You've like satisfied a treat. every craving. Yeah, yeah, I have. You know, it's like everything that you eat doesn't even taste good anymore. There's a woman that that does Caribbean in my area, mm. and she's ruined my life. It's the nicest Caribbean. I've oh, ever the ever. Oxtail Lady. Yeah, yeah that bangs. It, uh, and now I don't order takeaway. Mm. I, I can count how many times I've ordered takeaway in the last year, probably. Like, no, that's a lie. But with <laughs> with people, I could order. But by myself, I don't order takeaway. Mm. That woman. She's got me in a, a, a choke hold. I can't even speak. <laughs> I'm too busy salvating thinking about the look. So I've, there was one weekend I ordered it twice. Did you? Rukia. See, this is why you need to get with a Caribbean man. I keep telling you. Yeah. Who can cook it for you. Oh my God. I love you at the same time. Ooh. Oh no. In every way. I, should I reveal you? What? In every way. Should I reveal you? Should I, I keep advocating you? for Fola to get with a um, Caribbean we, yeah? I, I, There's no way I'm putting this out. <laughs> Actually, there's not even a point in saying it because <laughs> I'm walking out. <laughs> Give a Caribbean man. Rock, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Nothing like it. <laughs> I've not, yeah, I've never dated a Caribbean guy. <laughs> Maybe it's time I try. Yeah. Oxtail on tap, though. I think we'd have to break up because that's too dangerous for me. Mm. I can't have I can't have that all the time. And I would. Even when you were dating that guy, the way I was chopping life. Where, oh yeah, you cook for everyone. I would come home. Me and Ricky lived together. She was there in the Caribbean guy. I would come home. Rubbing so he was my half. He was half. Oh yeah, he was half Caribbean. Half Caribbean, but yeah. yeah. And every day it's like curry chicken. Yeah, lich abs are freaking. Remember his lamb as well. The lamb was the good. lamb bangs. There was one chicken that he made that was just sensational. God bless that guy's. Hands. Why don't African men know how to cook like real people? They're like, babies. It's true. They're babies, man. It's, I feel like Caribbean uh, men are more domesticated. They you know are. how to clean as well. And it's, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Cool. Noted. I'm gonna do it. I'm happy for you. Thank you. You deserve love <laughs> because that's the only place to find it. You said you deserve love. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll be happy. You know. I have heard though, like 
Yeah, Caribbean men really know how to love. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. He won't just only love you, but... He won't. He'll love a few of us. Good, At least I'll yeah. get some. <laughs> you ain't the only one. Let me just warn you. He'll love you. That's so mad. <laughs> Is that still happening though? What? Like, uh, Caribbean men still serial cheaters? I don't know. I'll make it up. I see it as... <laughs> <laughs> I see that as kind of a back in the day thing. I don't know. Really? That's... Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> you need to ask her. They love hard. Your ex, if he's got anyone. Yeah, it's actually know. true. But I'll try and find him on Instagram. I think he hates me. Instagram. Anyway. I think yeah, he, he does me, hate you. Yeah. Why do you hate me, man? But that food, man. Yeah, it was in really, school, really one of my good. friends, um, her parents owned a Caribbean restaurant. Really? Yes. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I would, I'd be like, can I see yours on Saturday? <laughs> Because I know Sunday's going to be throwing it down in the kitchen. <laughs> Sunday, they would be throwing it down. So I would literally always ask to stay at her house on Saturday. She didn't know why. So hopefully she's not listening. Oh, gosh. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah, I wonder, remember I wanted to discuss the whole kind of Caribbeans versus African kind of thing at one point, actually. Yes. I think that would be something that would be quite interesting. I think that is an incredibly interesting topic, but mm. we need a Caribbean person we on, do, on the episode. We do, we do. Because I just feel like a lot of... Do you know what? We can get into it at another point, but I feel like it felt like growing up in primary school and stuff, a lot of Caribbean people used to bully African people. Actually, not that it felt like that and was And then now thing. I feel like it feels like now Africans look down on Caribbeans. That's exactly And I'm like, is, I yeah. kind of understand your resentment, but also... Maybe understand why they was doing it. They were victims too. They're bullied because they was thought that Africa was bad and yeah, they weren't civilized or whatever. But anyway, that's for another day. It's for another day. That episode, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for that one. I think it'll be really interesting. But really yeah, we need we need someone who's seasoned in on the like Caribbean side. Mm. Maybe someone who was one of those people. Yeah, you know the Caribbeans that used to say "Bubu African" and African, stuff like that? yeah, oh, yeah, booty scratchers. I haven't heard of that one. Maybe that's an American one. Oh. African booty scratchers. They used I've heard to... of it. It might be American. I remember African and like, oh, fufu. Yeah, just, just it, stupid. It was so, it's so interesting how stupid it was. It was like literally saying fufu is a cuss. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh, there was one that they used to say. Boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo. What does that even African mean? boo-boo. I remember people used to be like, I think I see you somewhere before. And then, and then, and then, and then. I can't. Till now, some Caribbeans, when they try and do African accents, that's how they. It's crazy. No, 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 no. That's why I don't like saying Sha. Sha. Cross your mind. Sha. It's not Sha. 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 Yeah, I've just refrained from saying those things. It's not me. I do think that's a little bit unfair, though, because a lot of like Caribbean lingo is. Very yeah. much just everyday slang. Yeah. Now. Obviously, that's the history. I also history feel like Africans Caribbean need to really, like, not necessarily appreciate, but recognize as well, like, how much Caribbean people actually went through in the UK. And I don't kind like of... how you pointed at me when you said that. Oh, did I point you? Sorry. Are you, am, am I? You Africans. Am I the... <laughs> you Africans. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go on. But um, recognize how much, like, the foundations that actually built for black people. Of course, it's huge. UK. Like black Britishness mm. wouldn't be what it is without Caribbean. Caribbean. And it's a shame actually, because I feel like the Caribbean side of it is kind of being washed away. Yeah. Like not not being washed away in actuality. I'm saying in, in recognition. People yes. aren't recognizing yeah, yeah, yeah. as much. People of people, I think a lot of African people see it as like we 
created or curated. Mm. You think like, in the music industry as well? I feel like it's, it feels in, quite and that's dominated. I think that's where Media. it comes from. Yeah, because a lot of Black British culture is from our music now, mm. and African influence is huge in Black British yeah. music. Caribbean influence is huge too. It's huge, but yeah. people don't talk about it for some yeah. reason. Gambia it's, boy, oh God. Gambia is Jamaica. It's Jamaica. And I I can't, I still can't. Really, you I like, yeah, respect, that's, respect. That, as in, you meet someone who'll be like, yeah, man, respect. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, huh? Where am I again? At one point I was laying on the beach and some guy run past me. He's like, Wagwan. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, they would often speak Pasqua. Yeah, they speak. So I need to read the up Yeah, I want to as well. Because it was rattling me so much. <laughs> like, and what I found really interesting was when you meet older Gambians, they're not doing anything. They're any not of that doing it, yeah. Like our friend's mom, there is yeah, zero the, Caribbean influence and in, she speaks her language. It's the younger generation. It's a younger generation. But I don't even know if it's a younger generation thing, because a lot of the men that were doing it are older. That's true, actually. I think it's it's like a cultural there's a cultural divide, but what is the divide based on? Yeah. I really need to read that. Absolutely up on no it. clue. But yeah, there's loads of Caribbeans there, like. Um, that moved there as well It makes Gambia. sense Yeah Feels, like, feels home. like home It's probably why I felt so comfortable as well mm. Yeah And so did I Yeah Wow this is where the Africans and the Caribbeans unite Unite Come on guys I think we need to hash said, it come out come on guys We need to hash, hash it, it out. out Do you think there's still beef? I don't think there is Yeah I, I, Not beef I think There's unspoken resent- things yeah. Like you said yeah. yeah Like even me as like a mixed race girl Like half white As I've explained this to you before But like half white Half Caribbean Sometimes I feel like If I date an African man what was his, What would his mum think? That's that's you, yeah. Usually, you want to bring your own home, so it's like, is she looking down on me? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm Caribbean. I wanna, I might ask my mum about this actually because I definitely know growing up there was a narrative about Caribbeans, mm. but now I don't think there is one at all. So clearly, some work has gone on. Because my sisters have dated Caribbeans, for example. My mum mm. doesn't have a word. Mm. She loves them. Yeah, and she actually agrees with you on how they they know how to love. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's obviously that some work that's gone on there. I wonder what it is yeah. that made her change. I but wonder. I know that a lot of the resentment in my house for Caribbeans was mm. wasn't just actually Caribbeans; it was Jamaicans, and it was because apparently Jamaicans hate Nigerians, and yeah, there's history yeah. there was, as well. Everyone thought obviously Caribbean didn't exist. The Caribbean is just Jamaica. Everyone just thinks yeah, it was everyone Jamaica. thought it was just Jamaica, and everyone I think everyone naturally thinks Yardies as yeah. well. People, there was some guy. Yeah, I won't mention his name, but um, he was like, yeah, Jamaica. And he, he pretended to like throw himself on the floor from like sofa side. Does that make oh sense? Oh my gosh, like pasta pasta. Yeah, like <laughs> not every Caribbean does that. No, like, that's heck? not what Caribbean this is. What the heck? But yeah, there is definitely history of Jamaicans yeah. and Nigerians in particular. Yeah. So I know that a lot of the, mm. the resentment comes from that. But yeah, I'm going to ask my mum what changed. Yeah, ask your mum. Yeah. We need to get her on. I was thinking that the other day, like, I think I want my mum to come on. Yeah. I'll draw her out. That would be good. When you did this when I was five and when I was seven and when toxic, toxic, toxic. Does she even know what toxic means? No, she, the other day I was like, oh, I got a podcast and I thought, I couldn't, I showed her at a glance. I thought, don't need to take in the name and listen to this. I was thinking, Ooh. yeah, my mom can't listen. Does my mom know she what a podcast is? Most certainly not. No, my mom thinks I have a radio station. That's what my mom would yeah. think, yeah. I told her, yeah, I have a radio station. Yeah. She's like, oh, lovely. Sometimes I've, I've spoken to my mom when, um, I'm on my way here or something. Mm. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, just got an appointment. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> if I said, she'd be like, what is, what is what, that? What is that? 
Yeah, it's difficult to explain. Yeah, but I think my mom would actually really enjoy podcasts, to be honest. Yeah. She's retired now. She spends a lot of time just looking after her grandkids and yeah. doing nothing. Tell her to tune in. Yeah, not to this. But Auntie A. I'll find something for her that's more appropriate. <laughs> Maybe the African Gospel. Oh, yeah. African Gospel <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, if that, that exists, something. But yeah, I want to discuss right it. Direction. I really would love I mean, we've ruined it because we've kind of started. We really, really <laughs> why, why did we do that? But, I don't know, sorry. I'm quite yeah. passionate about it. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's, I think it's an absolutely fantastic topic. And you know me and Diaspora? Yes. Please, <laughs> come on. I'm going to do some reading before I come on. Because yeah. um, Diaspora is, um, I think I was born to, to know about it mm. and to speak about it. Because you see it in everyday life. It's like, how did this actually happen? Yeah. So. That was what was... Particularly interesting for me in Gambia was like there is a history here that I clearly do not you understand. Don't know it, yeah, and obviously we know this, but every country in Africa has such a different history, mm-hmm. and we we really group Africa as though it's one place. It is not because I could never in a million years go to Nigeria and hear someone speaking Pato. Yeah. That is not gonna happen. Well, unless it's Davido. Yeah. Davido's okay. capable of that kind of thing. That's the only person that I know. You see him and Wiz made up now. Yeah, uh, it's all performative. Solid, solid, These two small boys, <laughs> it's all performative. I don't know, think they'll ever beef in the first place. To be honest, you don't think? Did they not physically fight? Oh no, Did that was Bernard and oh, Bernard. and um, Davido oh, was in it? Ghana. In the- <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if Bernard boy is ever gonna. I'd, has has Burna Boy ever admitted the Caribbean influence in his music? Has he ever? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't. He's he's very much an arrogant. Really? Arrogant. Yeah, somebody. no, I've I've heard that about him actually. Mm. What did you think of when Steph London was speaking? Was it was Yoruba she was speaking? Giving me that thing we wanted. Yeah, it's it was Yoruba. cute. It was cute. I'm sorry. She deserves like. Her boyfriend is literally yeah. the king of dance. Yeah, it's true. It's actually true. <laughs> she actually deserves. It's fine. Well, her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't care. I, she, she did it well. Mm. I think if it was done badly, I would feel some type of Yeah. But it sounded good. She done worked. Well. Yeah. Danger, and it's, at the end, we can't pretend that music isn't a melting pot now. Like, mm-hmm. it is. Everybody's influenced. Yeah. yeah. Which is why Chatawale... <laughs> Is apparently Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody questions Chatuel. He calls himself, what was it, the king of the African dance hall? Really? King, yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? God. But yeah. God knows. Do you know what's actually funny? When I went back, went back to work, they were like, oh, where did you go? And I said, Gambia. They were like, oh, lovely. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. They were probably confused. Definitely. Like, but why would you go there? So when I told my family I was going to Gambia, they mm. were like, oh yeah, it's like a hot spot for white people. They were like, it's well, known yeah, as the place in, in Africa. And I had no idea. I had no idea. idea as well, but their reactions were a little bit delayed. Mm. I think it's a certain time. One time I used that to my advantage, you know. I went to Ghana and basically I didn't want to go back to work straight away. Yeah. So I was like, I went to Ghana, I'm sick. My mom was like, don't come in. No, it's fine. She definitely brought like malaria or <laughs> Definitely I thought, scared for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Racism, this is helping at this Once point. Once in a while, you yeah, can use Yeah, she was like, yeah, no, don't advantage. worry. Don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. She was proper concerned for me. Oh, no. I don't know what disease she thought I uh, caught in Ghana. But Do you know how mad that, that is? racist. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> I haven't yeah. been on a date. In, um, when's the last time I went on a date? <sighs> it's since October. 
Really? Yeah. You look into Which is weird for me. Yeah. I stay active <laughs> when it comes to dating. Remember the first episode, you was like, I'll keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah, I do keep it pushing. <laughs> it's, but the thing is, it's not that I haven't kept it pushing. I have definitely pushed, but mm. it's just I haven't moved on moved to somebody on, else. Moved on, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying not thinking about anybody else. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing that I want to draw somebody out. So I started talking to a guy. <laughs> and... I realized that he's taken the jokes that I told him <laughs> in our private conversations <laughs> and he's tweeting them. So he's tweeting my jokes and going viral <laughs> with my comedy. I can't, I think, I think it's one of the wildest things I've experienced in a long time. Mm. He is taking my intellectual property <laughs> and tweeting it and going viral. How can I just see someone retweet something onto my timeline? And it's me. It's you. <laughs> it's what I said. You're the content creator, man. And when I asked him, he said, oh. Oh, did you ask him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I said, sorry, I think someone just retweeted you onto my timeline said, and you're one. telling my joke. <laughs> and he, he said, lol, I'm screaming. Um, the joke was just too good. Had to share it with the fans. <sighs> you know, he's, he's hot. When I say it, 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 it. <laughs> And I didn't stop there. Oh, did I you said, not? wow, what on earth? That's really strange. Yeah. <laughs> so that's such a weird thing to do. Like, <laughs> what the hell is... Is Twitter that real? Is Twitter that serious? Do you know what it was? I think it was the fact that it was like word for word and the type yes. of guy he is. Because you naturally you tweet Word for word. Yeah. And, and it was your joke at it was a joke. It was a, yeah, it, it's yeah. just something so creepy. I've never icked like that before. Mm. It's like I genuinely think you're an absolute weirdo because <laughs> it's not even that you tweeted someone said. You just yeah. tweeted it and made it seem like this is my comedy. And people were retweeting him like, lol. Um the emperor has spoken. <laughs> da, da, da. He's retweeting all of the replies. You should you should quote um reply. This is my this is my joke. Am I going to start a beef? Quote, quote tweet. Quote tweet. Sorry. And start beef. Yeah, she like, should. <laughs> I thank the Lord. I don't. I'm not that petty, but need some scandal. I I never know. I kind of internalize it. I feel like, do you not rate me? Because you're trying to impress me, but you're clearly not. Mm. <laughs> you're just seeing me as a jester. Yeah, get that a lot of guys as well. They think I'm a comedian yeah. and I'm there to tap dance for the men. No. We, we spoke about this. You, you start being more stush. Clearly. <laughs> I find it so offensive. I don't know what it was that rubbed me the wrong way about that so much. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. If I, I'm a private person as well, so I feel like, well, <laughs> I was going to say, kind what of. we discussed privately <laughs> shouldn't be spoken about in public. <laughs> but here we are. A whole podcast. On a whole podcast. That's my biggest fear, you know, that people are gonna think, oh, she she might she's one of those that might go and start talking about me on her porch. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not that type of person. No, I'm joking. Somebody will somebody will think that way. They will think that way. And yeah. you know, hopefully if it's you not know for you. if you know me, then you know I'm not that type of person. But yeah, I'm I wanna tear this guy's box in public because I just think <laughs> give him a wedgie. I'm literally giving him a wedgie in public because I find it so outrageous. And I th- there's there's something so icky about a man who is so concerned with social media to the point that it's unattractive. It's so unattractive. Go ride a fucking horse on, <laughs> on the beach. Go chop some wood. <laughs> Can you go and fucking cut a tree down, please? Because, because but go to therapy at the same time. I'm joking. Don't cut a tree down. I just realized you're you're making it sound like we're serious. <laughs> no, don't cut trees. But don't be so concerned with social. I'm. It's not even a double standard. I'm not so concerned with social media. Mm. I don't. Basically, social media I think should be social, but a lot of people 
use Twitter as like a place to get fans. He even said it himself. The yeah. fans wanted to, yeah. like you're just a mere human being. But yeah, you know the Twitter Twitter world. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it's social media. Full stop. Everybody's doing something. Well, not everyone not, wants to be famous. Yeah, a lot of people want to be famous. Yeah, online. Yeah, and I, I just find it very uncomfortable because I, I think if you were all th- there, are a couple of people that they're actually like famous on Twitter, quote unquote, mm. and they're actually just themselves. They're very funny, mm. but it's the people who like they strategically think about what to tweet so that they can get retweets. Like you're tweeting mm. for likes, you're tweeting for retweets, and that's clearly what this guy's doing. It's embarrassing, and he's taking my joke. Yeah, you're clearly tweeting for retweets. Mm. You're not tweeting. Also, what I find a bit cringe. Some, do you know what? Each to their own. But is he trying? Why is he tweeting like this? Is he a comedian? What's he? That's my point. Yeah, like, what's the purpose? This, you're acting like it's a job. Yeah. And you've got to entertain these people. He said I tweeted it for the fans. Oh, gosh. Weirdy, weirdy, weirdy. Embarrassing. And these so people don't speak in person as well. Yeah, they're always very awkward. <laughs> and that's something... No, nah, I'm not even going to talk about that. But yeah. Yeah, they're always very awkward. Yeah. And that's why it, it goes to show clearly you are awkward because... You can't even think of your own tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly not very good socially. Then pay me. Run me me money. Run me me the money. Run me the money. Anyway, I think we've spoken more than enough today. This is a, a special. <laughs> so, it's been a movie. Thank you guys. So, this is the special. We've gone on for an hour and a half today. Yeah, we have. Because we thought you deserved more. But <laughs> apparently not. Because we've just been talking shit. <laughs> a bit of shit. But it's, just, it's a natural conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it is what it but, is. Um, no, I'm, I'm trolling. I'm, I get in my head too much about what we're saying. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you. please make sure you're with us on Thursday. Thursday. 8 to 10 p.m. And then the hashtag BBC as well. Radio Wow, London. sorry. What? <laughs> Cut you off Yeah You're just talking on top of me <laughs> Is this a clash? <laughs> so Oh sorry okay, Do you know what? I think we should give context Yeah Rukia's hungover yeah. She was out Until 5am yesterday And she came into the studio With one eye closed So <laughs> Anything that Has come out of her mouth That isn't making sense That's, that's the explanation why, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm here But I'm not here The intro When you kept saying yes. You said let's go Wait and then you'll just look at me Why are you speaking <laughs> Anyway I'm not alright man She's not alright So please Keep repeating your prayers this week Yeah yeah I'm not okay So please no, the, it's just the truth. Sorry, sorry, it's because it's the way you went into it. Yeah, <laughs> this week I'm actually not okay on a serious note. Yeah, yeah. So please, please pray for I love when people pray for me. Yeah. I pray for you all the time. Thank you. Pray for me. I'll pray for you as well. Maybe yeah. if you send me your requests, I'll pray for you. Um, prayer requests? You're taking prayer requests. <laughs> Pastor Rukia. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> send me your request. Yeah, send me on one. No, nah, he's got home asleep. <laughs> You told me to send you prayer requests. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a pastor, guys. Please, no, 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 no. send it if you like, yes. but just know that it doesn't mean anything. All the best blessings. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. See you, please, Thursday. I need to keep saying it. But hashtag, I need to hashtag saying it. as well. We've got some. We've bye bye. Now. I will say it. So <laughs> use the hashtag, please. Hashtag wait my toxic. <laughs> At us DM us The toxic thoughts that we're getting Are absolutely sick Like the one that Has been submitted this week One of the best we've had (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening Thank you Thursday 8 to 10 BBC Radio London (laughs) See you next week Bye Bye. Sorry
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.